Welcome to We Are His Servants Bible Study, a Bible study that breaks down each book chapter by chapter to give you a little bit more insight and application in your daily life. No matter how long you've walked with Jesus, there is something for you. Please hit the follow button and check us out on all major platforms. Now to the show. Hello and welcome. Wow, that was loud. Uh, hello and welcome back. Um, I'm John, and we're going to do the 24 chapter 24 recap for Isaac and Rebecca. So Abraham <coughs> is now super old. Excuse me. <coughs> oh, is that the COVIDs? That might be the COVIDs. <laughs> uh, so Abraham is now super old. He calls a servant in to make an oath. So Abraham wants a wife for his son Isaac but not from the Canaanites where he's currently residing. Uh, so he, we're going to get to some weird stuff. Okay. So he says, put your hand under my thigh. Um, and at this moment I was like, as I'm reading it, I'm like, what does that even mean? So you look into it and it has to do with basically being close to his unmentionables and that is like the the closest of the oath. I I mean that that's like it's like a pinky swear, but also kind of like a little bit too close for me, right? So, I mean, you call, you call it what you want. I mean, it is it is what it is. Uh, so he says, "Hey, put your hand under my thigh." And again, back to that whole thing. It's just a awkward pinky swear. Um, and then he says to the servant, I need you to go find my son, Isaac, a, a wife. Um, I need you to go back to where I came from. So basically where he left his father, the servant asked him, what if the woman is unwilling to come back with me to the land? And he says, basically Abraham says, make sure you do not take my son back there. So he this has a lot to do with the promise that God has made. Like I have promised you this, this land. So basically stay there. This is your land. Um, and he doesn't want to take Isaac out of the land because if Abraham dies within that time frame, this is just John talking again. If Abraham talk or dies within that time frame that he's gone, then he loses that portion of land. His family would lose that portion of land. And I also don't think it was, it's just the way it's written and the way that Abraham wanted to go down. He wanted that servant to bring him back. And then that also shows the willingness of the new wife to come back and to take it, uh, take Isaac as her husband, which you will see here in a little bit is very important because of family situation. Okay. So anyway, so sermon servant, uh, gets gathers all this stuff up as we talked about so many times before. It's not just like a one thing, one guy leaving. It is like, a big caravan of things. So the servant takes takes camels with him, and he gets to um, where Abraham told him to go. And for some reason, I'm drawing a blank of where he actually had to go. Any of you guys? Any of you guys? No. He had to go back to. Yeah. We'll figure it out. You gotta you gotta read on it. Um, it's like the reading rainbow thing where the guy said, "You don't have to believe me. You can read it on your read it on your own." So go figure it out. So he ends up going back to where Abraham tells him to uh, for where he, where he left his father, basically. That's a big ticket item that you need to remember. So he goes back. Also note, keynote, is that his dad was one of the remainders there. So 
everybody in this land is his family. Um, so the servant gets to the point, he sees a well. When he gets to the well, he starts to pray. And he, in verse 12, I'll read 12 to 15. So verse 12 to 15, then he prayed, Lord God of my master Abraham, make me successful today and show kindness to my master Abraham. See, I am standing beside the spring and the daughters of the town's people are coming out to draw water. May it be that when I say to the young woman, please let down your jar that I may take a drink. And she says, drink and I will water your your camels too. Let her be one you have chosen for the servant, for my servant, Isaac. By this, I will know that you have shown kindness to my master. um, And then 15, it goes on before he got to finish. Rebecca came out with her jar on her shoulder. So Rebecca's at the well and she sees the servant. Now, uh, although we hear servant and we think slave and and not well-dressed, I'm sure this guy who Abraham has chosen is, is well-dressed. I mean, he has camels, he has this caravan of people with him. It's not like just some rando sitting at the well. It's, it's like a pretty big deal that this dude's here. So <clears throat> Rebecca, insert Rebecca, she comes down and says, Hey, let me give you, or he says, Hey, please, uh, can I get a drink of water? She says, drink. And then before he starts drinking, she basically says, I will get you water for your camel. So she gives him what water she had for him and then dumps the rest. Then Troth runs back to the well and um, gets the water for the camels. She's going back and forth. These are, I think it's three camels that they had, a multitude of camels because it's it's plural. So there's 10 camels. All right. I've been told it was 10 camels. Thank you, Jamie. Um, So uh, there's 10 camels, and she's just dumping water in the trough. The camels are are quenched. Their thirst is quenched. The servant's thirst is quenched. And he he says to um, her, whose daughters are you? Please tell me, is there room in your father's house for us to spend a night? She answers, I am the daughter of Bethuel, the son of Milka. Melchi? Melchi, maybe? I don't know. Bore the Nahor. You guys already know I'm going to mess these names up. And she added, we have plenty of straw and fodder for your camels, and we have plenty of room for you to stay. And that's uh, verse 24 to 25. Ooh. Uh, So at that moment, the man, like the servant bows down and starts to worship God, thanking him for, you know, making it that easy. Legitimately five minutes ago, he's praying for this exact thing to happen to show, you know, we call it the billboard to show um, him the billboard sign that God is in control of this uh, situation. So he brings out um, bracelets and a nose ring, gold bracelets and gold nose rings, which is like something that most people don't have. Um, you know, we're talking about times where you need to melt down things and you just to have jewelry. It was a big deal. She runs back up to the house to get, I believe it's her brother, right? She, she runs back up and, and Jamie's helping me out again. Thank you, Jamie. Uh, so she hurries back up and says, Hey, you know, come on down. Well, he looks at his sister and was like, why do you have all this jewelry on? So she comes down basically says, hey, this is Abraham's servant. He's here for us, and he has something to tell us. Um, again, there nowhere in this other than, you know, him saying, uh, my, my master has sent me 
basically there's nothing in here that says he's of high regard. So we can draw from that, that this is a big to do, uh, the, what he's wearing, what he's bringing in, in, um, you know, gifts for her is like huge. Right. So then they go in the house and the food is set out for him. And he says in 33, the food was set out for him, but he said, I will not eat until I have told you what I have to say. Um, so 34 to basically halfway through this thing, he basically says exactly what I just said. So he's telling people how he's telling the family how he, how he got there, how he knows it's a sign from God that Rebecca is to be Isaac's wife. Um, and and it literally is the pretty much the exact same verbiage that, that you read between one through 32 or I'm sorry, 34. Uh, this is actually the time in 34 is the actual time where he actually says, I am Abraham's servant. Now I don't know. And it doesn't say if like that, like perked their ears up and they knew who Abraham was, uh, obviously no Facebook, no social media, no news. So it's not like his, his name is all over, you know, all over the news networks. So I don't know if they knew. But still, again, uh, back then, their their lineage was super important to them. So they knew of an Abraham for sure because they knew somebody was coming from this. And he does say that he had to go, that his promise to Abraham was he was going back to his father. So I'm sure they made the connection, but that's just me. That's just John, not, not the Bible saying. So um, basically, he says, hey, let's sleep, let's sleep through the night. Everybody's all on board. They're they're at dinner. Everybody's on board. I'm sure there's like some some happiness going on. They're like, man, we're gonna get her out of this house. She's got some gold on, so it's gonna be good for her. Next morning, they wake up. A servant says, "Hey, like wrap it up, grab your stuff. We're leaving." Uh, the brother says, or the mom says, "You know, please give me give us." a few days with her and I will send her on her way back to, um, back to Isaac, back to meet Isaac. Uh, <clears throat> the promise from the servant to Abraham was, I will not come back without her and I will not send Isaac. Like he had, he asked, he says, tell me which way at, at dinner. He says, tell me which way I should go home because basically he wasn't going back without Isaac. And I, I think if they would have said no, he would have just went off somewhere else. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's how it was going to play out, but that's kind of how the feel, the feel of the, the verbiage is. So again, the next morning they say, Hey, just give us 10 days. And he basically lays down the law and is like, no, like that's not going to happen. Um, Rebecca's in a different room, probably packing her things. And they say, okay, well let's ask Rebecca. She says without a doubt. Yeah, let's go. So he brings her back. Um, again, there's these little highlighted, not highlighted notes, but these little, I don't don't know what they're called. Maybe one of these guys can help me out, but it's, it's basically their family saying to Rebecca, our sister, may you increase to a thousands upon thousands. May your offspring possess the cities of our enemies. Um, and that is in verse 60. So this is a long one. Uh, then Rebecca and her attendants got ready and mounted the camels, and they went back to the man, to the servant, and took Rebecca, and they left. 
Now, Isaac uh, 62. So Isaac is uh, had come back from Bear Ray. Uh, you guys learn it. You read it. You figure it out. <clears throat> For he was living there in Negev. Um, he was out in the field and just, just muddling around, I'm assuming. And he looks out and sees these people on camels coming towards him. The lady says, who is the man in the field? Or Rebecca, not the lady. Uh, in 65, Rebecca says, who is the man in the field coming to meet us? And then the servant says, he is my master. He, Yeah, he is my master. And so she took her veil and covered covered herself. Um, pretty big thing here because uh, when a woman covers herself, it basically means that she's not married. Uh, so, and this is this is kind of odd, but here we are in '66. So the servant told Isaac all he had done. Isaac brought her into the tent of his mother Sarah, and he married Rebecca. So she became the wife, and he loved her, and Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. So it's almost like, um, you know, and that, that ends it out in, on, in verse 67. So sorry so long. Just hang in with me just a little bit longer. So it's almost like um, Abraham did it for two, two reasons, right? Abraham wanted to see his son get married or be married, or he knew his, his, his life was coming to an end. And the other thing is, I'm assuming at this moment, you know, Isaac wasn't around for his mom's death and he was coming. He came back obviously from the area and he was in this just probably terrible. He was up all up in his feels, if you will, about his mom. And Abraham knew that was going to happen. It was kind of like one of those or this sympathy gifts. I don't want to call it a sympathy gift, but like a, Hey, you know, life's kind of crappy right now. So here's a wife. Um, I, I mean, let me know what you think about that. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm thinking too far into it, but that's pretty much the recap of 24. Again, sorry. It was so long. It's super long. It was terrible long, but that's just what it is. All right. Well, buzz off. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. It is John, Matt, and Nick. You know, our thing and our big takeaway from everything that we're doing right now is to help you find Christ. Without Him, we would be nothing, and this podcast would be nothing. In Romans 10, 13. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And that's all you need to do. You need to profess your love for Jesus Christ, open your heart, and let Him into your life. Uh, Find a friend, tell them, pray about it, do whatever you got to do. But there's a reason that you are listening to this podcast. If you're already saved, go save a friend.